And a very good morning to you. Welcome to the KBND Morning News. In studio with us here this morning, we've got uh, Sergeant Jason Wall and Sheriff Shane Nelson, Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. Good morning to you both. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. Very glad to have you both here. And uh, for one, switch out. That's a little bit different. Shane uh, was very, very nice and gave you the stress list, Jason. And <laughs> I ain't never seen him do that before. Well, I appreciate it. I'm very <laughs> jealous right now. <laughs> Shane, um, as with so many industries these days, uh, finding personnel has been a, a real challenge. How are things going over at your department? Well, things are a challenge, just like you mentioned, Frank, for, for everybody. Right now, we've got 23 deputy sheriff openings, and that's split between our corrections division and our patrol division. But it has not been easy finding law enforcement officers. Usually when things are going well in the private sector, it's more difficult for us to find individuals. But I would tell you, as I've mentioned before, the national news media focusing on the bad apples in our profession does not help that, that profession find people that, that want to come and do that job. So we have both of those openings uh, right now being advertised. So anybody who's interested, we're looking for the best professionals to serve our community. So I'd encourage anybody to, to put in and contact us and go for a ride along if they're interested. So no prior experience required? No prior law enforcement experience required. The way I look at it is I, I want to find the best people. So you find the best person, and then we will train them in what they need to be trained in so that they can go and be a successful deputy sheriff. We also have other openings in our office. So we have openings in uh, professional staff and nurses. So there's a number of opportunities with your sheriff's office. All right. Uh, Sergeant Wall, Jason Wall is in this morning. You and I haven't met yet. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I've been living in Bend for over 20 years now. I started in the private sector in the ski and snowboard industry, and then approximately 16 years ago, became a reserve deputy with the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. Approximately one year later, was hired full-time as a patrol deputy. Okay. He's, yeah. he's a great troop, Frank. Now, a little bit of background about Jason. So, first of all, he does know the outdoors, and, and I get my ski tips from him. I'm not a good skier, but I get my ski tips from him. It has nothing to do with Jason. Uh, the one thing I will mention is Jason started in our Citizen Academy. And so he went through that Citizen Academy, then became a reserve, and then became a full-time troop with us. So that's, that's one of the ways we find our, our community co members to come and, and join our office. Well, it's, yeah, you're, you're living proof that somebody can go from being a citizen in the county to being uh, in, the, in the sheriff's office. Definitely, yes. It's been an exciting road. Great to... Uh, great to uh, have you here. So uh, I'm going to get back just real quickly to uh, Shane here about the uh, hiring and the, the shortage. What kind of a uh, load does that put on the other folks in your department? Well, we've been really blessed. Uh, and, and the main reason we've been really blessed is because we work with great people. If we didn't w work with great people, it would be a lot harder for us. So when necessary, we have overtime shifts that are being filled and our teammates just step up and volunteer for those shifts and work those shifts. So we've been blessed that it hasn't affected public safety one bit. But you're right, Frank, we don't want to go for an extended period of time where we put all of this load on our, on our current teammates. But it's not from lack of trying. We've been trying to hire these positions and fill these positions, but it seems like every time we get individuals hired and, and taking spots, 
then we have natural attrition. We have retirements. We have folks moving, uh, leaving the area. We have folks that are looking for a different opportunity. So it's difficult. We've hired 25 people each year the last two years, and here we are still having these openings. Right. Jason, uh, you've uh, landed some new canines, is that right? Yes. Recently, we just certified two brand new canines uh, in our patrol division, uh, canine Christopher and canine Vinny. Uh, so we're really excited to have them hitting the streets uh, to help our community, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a great a great addition to our existing canine unit. We have one canine in our SAR division, which is a uh, bloodhound, mm-hmm. and the patrol division also has a number of other canines, five total, uh, with these two brand new ones. Bring our numbers to six. Dogs are a great tool. The one thing that you can't replace uh, in a tool is a living, breathing animal that you can train. Um, Tools are mechanical. Yeah, sometimes living, breathing animals have a a little uh, sidestep to them, but our dogs are trained very well. They train every week, and we have excellent canine handlers. So it's not just deputy sheriffs. We're trying to fill the ranks within our, our canine program. And now, that doesn't mean everybody with a, with a dog come yeah, up and, and apply, anyway. but, <laughs> but we, are, we are trying to add some more canine positions because they're a very useful tool for us. Okay, so do these dogs like cold water because the polar plunge is coming up, and I want to see them jump in. <laughs> We're not sure if they're going to be able to jump in the water or not. Uh, I'll tell you, my two dogs at home don't particularly care for it. (laughs) But yes, the polar plunge is coming up. It's a great opportunity for uh, the sheriff's office to give back to the community, namely the Special Olympics here in Oregon. And uh, we're looking forward to a balmy uh, afternoon, February 11th, Riverbend Park. Riverbend Park, February 11th. I I think Jason's fibbing a little bit there. He used the term balmy. Um, I've, I've been in that river during the polar plunge, and I think it's anything but balmy, about 33 or 34 degrees. Uh, and you mentioned it's going to be in single digits, so I imagine well, next it might week be a little it will cooler. Be, but yeah, okay. winter is not done with us yet. Right. I don't think the water's going to warm up anytime <laughs> soon for when we're, we're plunging, but it is. It's all about the athletes, and we get to interact with a number of athletes out there. Great community event. So I, I, along with Jason, we just encourage everybody to come out and plunge for a good cause. All right. Uh, Shane, we've, we've got to talk about, in just, uh, I think it was 48 hours, there were three mass shootings along the West Coast, two in California, one in Yakima, Washington. Um, the, and we've seen Bend has had its own mass shooting here uh, with the Safeway incident last August. What is going on? What is, in your opinion, what are some things that can be done to help prevent those? The first thing that we can do is we need to be prepared to take care of ourselves. We need to be prepared to watch out for our family members, be observant, and care for ourselves. Because a lot of times, if we're not caring for ourselves or watching what's going on in the environment, we can create a situation, and not necessarily just a mass violence situation, but you'd be hit by a car if you don't look both ways and cross the street. So that's one simple thing that people can do to care for themselves. But when we look at these violent incidents that are going on, I I think it's good to keep a couple of things in mind for individuals. First of all, mental health challenges are just increasing with the population of the United 
States and, and as well as worldwide population. So that's something that's not going away. And then the state of Oregon doesn't do a lot of things to help itself. Uh, and I, I bring up real quickly, like I've talked about in the past, Measure 110 um, and, and different ballot measures that make it more difficult for mental health challenges. Uh, COVID-19, the lockdowns were not good for folks' mental health. And so this is a mental health issue, a mental health challenge, which is one of the reasons we're, we're trying to bring this training, uh, prevent mass shootings now, uh, the nonprofit training, so that we can share what those warning signs look like and encourage people to report those incidents so that we can intervene earlier with resources. But until we, we really put the focus on a mental health type solution, I think that you will see these things continue. Now, the other side of that coin is the news media has not really been able to cover these well over the last 50 years or something. Yes, they've increased, but we've also had an increase in reporting on these incidents. There is such thing as copycat incidents. And uh, I, I believe her name was Katherine Schreider, but she was um, had the, headed the Sandy Hook Task Force when she was looking into those situations. But she said there is copy there is a copycat syndrome. So people that see these things in the news media or hear about these events, if they are in a bad place or a, a, a wrong place, a wrong time, there is the uh, ability for them to go out and copycat a situation. But what we, what we really want to remember is that mental health component, which is one of the reasons we invest in the Stabilization Center, and we are a strong partner with Deschutes County Behavioral Health. All right. Sheriff Shane Nelson, appreciate your thoughts on that. You're welcome. Shane Nelson and Jason Wall, Sergeant Jason Wall, our guests this morning here on the KBND Morning News. Thank you to you both. You're welcome, Frank. Thank you.